Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Welcome to another exciting episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio, where we are trying something completely new. Yes, I like we it. are. New stuff. So, for those of you that are listening, uh, you, you know, we it's a podcast. We record on, per, uh, on a certain day, and then we push the content out to you. So, we'll be talking about a special uh, uh, trailer that has come out today for you th- that are listening, but know that... It was Thursday, the day before when we recorded this, because it's just so much easier when we get together on one day and record a bunch. But it really sucks when something amazing like Rogue One trailer comes oh. out. And I'm counting down the minutes, Daniel. I know. And then I'm watching it with envy all of my friends having fun at Celebration right now. Yeah. But you see, guys, I I can see the future, and I want you to know, best trailer ever. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. So and Darth Vader was there, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So yeah, he's so, my dad. We have a strange relationship. <laughs> so with that said, I, I'm pretty sure that, you know you as the listeners know that that's what we do, and you realize that there's several times we've messed up where we talk about you know on Wednesday when the show comes, you know when we're recording, and then the show comes out on Wednesday, and there's all sorts of crazy stuff. So just know that. But also. Bear with us. Yeah, bear with us. But also, we've had a lot of difficulties with Skype, so we're trying something new with Google Hangout, and we really hope it, it works. And it sounds like someone is dinging in. Uh, yeah. That's going <laughs> to jump in and join to join us. That's that's what happened earlier. So uh, Jake's going to jump on as well and join us. So we're going to talk about geek news. We're going to talk about you know, we will talk about stuff that's going on at Star Wars Celebration, uh, and then we will have a show on Wednesday. Where we're going to be talking about retro games. So love it. For those of you that love retro games, and especially, uh, I'm going to be bringing up an item that I saw today, which I definitely want for Christmas. Um, that, that, that's going to work out. So, with that said, um, it's Friday. It yeah. is. Rogue it one. Is. Rogue <laughs> one. It's Friday. Yeah. Rogue, Rogue one has hit. Everyone is freaking out and just going, oh my gosh, I have to see this. We know that Episode 8 has just wrapped up with their principal photography. So cool. Which hurts my feelings because I wasn't a part of it. Yeah. Sorry, Daniel. (laughs) Or or Josh. (laughs) Yeah, both. Just both. However, what's really cool is I saw some images that came out for Star Wars Rebel Season 3. 
Um, Did you see you... the the clip that came out? Yeah. On Wednesday. I mean, I mean. Oh, Ezra. Ezra's Ezra hair is so really short. I mean, his hair is short. He, I mean, he he's got green lightsaber. green lightsaber, and the hilt. If you look at it, it looks a lot like Luke's Jedi uh, in in Return of the Jedi. His his saber hilt. Really? Um, I yeah, I know. Close enough. That's awesome. Yeah, if you look at it, it's got that that style. It, it may it may have a, a few variations, but it's very similar. He doesn't have the gun anymore, but um, wow. I I don't. And know supposedly, I, Dave Filoni is dropping some major major uh, Rebels news mm -hmm. during the celebration. So I mean, I'm super excited about. It. I don't know what's going to be. If I had to make a prediction, though, they've been talking a lot about connecting Rebels or uh, the Clone Wars to the movies, which they've yeah. already proven with uh, Saw in uh, what's his name last name Guerrera Guerrera yeah. in uh, Rogue One, and so. Fingers crossed. Maybe we'll see a really big character, somebody that's you know not just buried in the background, but someone you know like an Ahsoka or an Ezra, uh, connected to these big movies because these are really well defined and interesting characters that would definitely yeah. add a lot to these new films. Well, I mean, in season three, I mean, in the clip you're seeing them breaking Hondo out. We saw Hondo quite a bit in uh, Clone Wars. Um, Love but, Hondo. But you see Ezra, Zeb, and Sabine, so it kind of makes me wonder. You know, where are the other characters? Where where's are they Kanan? At? I mean, yeah, where's Kanan? Um, you know, where is... Oh. I feel like he followed the way of that other drunk, blind Jedi that's almost exactly like him from The Force Unleashed. Yeah. Whatever his name was. Kodo. Kodo. Yeah, right? Kodo. Yep. He's pretty cool. So, I, I... But not only that, with the shorter hair, it's some of the scenes he looks kind of dark. I, yeah. I know we kind of saw that at the end of season two. I just have to wonder, where are they going with his character? I love that they're adding that aspect of, you know, dark side to him because, yeah, it's it's a very weird time to become a Jedi. And we saw Luke struggle with it a little bit, and then, you know, in the extended EU, he struggles with it a lot. Yeah. But to become a Jedi in an era where there's no more Jedi around and there's so many dark influences, and even in the Clone Wars, we saw people like Yoda struggling it, it really makes me wonder where they're going to take the character of Ezra because he's so interesting, how they're going to end his story or how they're going to extend his story into the new movies because, again, it's canon, but there's no we don't know his, his, his canon ending yet. And so yeah. he still could pop up somewhere. Well, I mean, it's kind of interesting. It seems like all the kind of prolific Jedis have had that struggle. You know, we saw it with Revan. You know, he struggled, went to the dark side, came back. We've seen it with, you know, with Yoda, like you said, with um, Luke, with, I mean, Anakin. You know, he fell completely for a long time, came back. It makes you wonder. It makes you wonder if that is uh, why that theme is there. I mean, we've seen it with some of the older ones as well. Uh, you, you look well drama. Um, oh, there's others that are, are escaping my mind. It, so... Ezra seems to be going along that theme as well. I, mean, I once I'm... read somewhere that some of the most powerful Jedi that have ever existed were the ones that dipped into the dark side and were redeemed. Yeah. And I think it makes a lot of sense, you know, because then they have a fuller understanding of what's going on. But I, I would love to see the character of Ezra be taken into that air as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, in the EU books, it doesn't Luke... Uh, have emerald 
uh, Force Lightning? Yes, uh, I think yeah. that was a little bit past the time of, or maybe towards the end of the Timothy Zahn yeah. uh, uh, books. Which, that, I mean, that was light side ability, so that it makes you wonder, well, how can you have that? I mean, because that has always been tagged as dark side. Uh, Again, yeah, I feel like it falls in that same category of the most powerful Jedi have kind of, you know, walked the line of the dark side before. Yeah. You, you know, there's this, there's this notion, I, I've had this discussion on a different blog before, but there's this notion that the Force it, it itself is a neutral and balanced Entity that the force yes. knows neither good nor evil, and that really, when we're talking about the seduction of the dark side or the discipline of the light side, it has to do with the user's intent, with the user's motivation. Are they seeking for power? Are they seeking for peace? Or, you know, things like that. Um, and it's it's funny because the Jedi Order are all about this prophecy of a Jedi that will bring balance back to the force, yet. The way the Jedi operate is destroy the Sith, which inherently of its of its own nature uh, seeks to keep the Force imbalanced as opposed to within its balance, right? Very you true. You can't have the light without the dark, and you yeah. can't have the dark without the light. And what's interesting is throughout the canon, uh, the EU and everything – um, if I can, if I can borrow a quote from another sci-fi series, uh, nature finds a way. <laughs> finds right? a way. The force, the force finds a way to restore balance, whether you want it to or not, because the force itself is balanced. Yeah. And so the Jedi throw it out of balance, the Sith throw it out of balance. So it makes sense to me that you know you have um, I forget the name of the race, but Kiari Mundi's people. They have two brains, and there's one character in the EU that masters both the dark side and the light because of his two brains. He's able to compartmentalize. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know, so, and at the beginning of EU as well, like I feel like the the Jedi understand that the notion of destroying the Sith is 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 uh, inherently bringing in you know imbalance. And at the beginning of EU, as uh, supposedly the the Jedi were kind of deemed the bad guys because the Sith were a race originally, and yeah. the Jedi's job was to hunt them down and kill them everywhere. Which, if you think about it, is just the reverse of the Jedi purge. So, what constitutes light or darkening? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and and really interesting thing about. All of this is, you know, you do bring a, a good point that the force always brings balance to itself somehow. Um, you know, and if you read the Darth Plagueis book, you know, him and um, Palpatine perform a ritual that completely tips the axis so everything leans towards the dark side. You know, and that's why the Jedi during the Clone Wars, you know, it was clouded, it was hard to see because there was so much dark side. But in that moment, that's when they did that ritual. That's when Anakin was conceived, you know, and it wasn't it wasn't Pelagus that made him. It wasn't anything else. It was it. It's literally the force, the force. force created an individual that could bring that tilt back. Um, and, and in all honesty, he did. You know, there was him and Palpatine and Yoda and Obi Wan. There was two Jedi's and two Sith lords in, in a way. Uh, the most powerful. Beings, you know, and of course we have, you know, we have other people that are dabbling in dark side and light side and other Jedi's and that. Um, so, at least in my mind, he did bring balance at that point. And then you move forward, you know, you know we have Luke and and so on, and, and everyone's interpretation is different, but it is interesting how they do do that. 
Um, hey, you know what, guys? This is such an this is genuinely an awesome Star Wars rant, and I think we should make yeah. this an entire episode sometime. But I also know that we have more geek news. Oh, nah, we do. celebrations we do. So, going on. There's nothing to talk about. <laughs> So so I'm going to move on. This is kind of a huge event that's happened this last week. So we know when Marvel originally released Civil War, the comic book series, which a lot of uh, you know, the new Captain America movie was based on, we had all those events happen, and then at the very end of the series, they killed off a pretty prolific character. Um, and right now, they have Civil War II going off, and they have killed off another prolific character. Um, one that actually really amazed me, um, and, and I'm going to throw this out right now, huge spoiler if you haven't read this, but Bruce Banner has been killed. Whoa. The Hulk, the Hulk is dead by none other than Hawkeye. <gasps> what? Hawkeye. How did Hawkeye get past the Hulk? Fires an arrow through Bruce Branner, Banner's eye and brain and out the back of his head, literally killing him before he t- turns into the Hulk. What so, was the motive behind killing Bruce Banner? I mean, so, there's all... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. But, unfortunately, uh, you know, and of course this is now... Now there's the trial of Clint Barton for the death of Bruce Banner, but um, they haven't re- really announced more details. I'm trying to find details on this. This was just... It, it really shocked me that they went for that character. I mean, the Hulk is dead now. The character that they've always deemed as literally unkillable. Um, By Hawkeye he, of he all couldn't, people. He couldn't kill himself. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't even kill himself. Um, let's see. So I'm that's, that's, to... uh, that's amazing. That I mean, if anyone... If that is his Achilles heel, if Bruce's eyeball is his Achilles heel, <laughs> then the only person who could do it would be Hawkeye or Superman, but he's in a different universe, so it doesn't count. So, you know, yeah, that's, wow. Why do I, course, oh my gosh. Yeah. I think and of course there's been a lot of fan backlash. Um, let's see. I feel like there always will be with every one of these reveals. I mean, okay. everyone freaks so, out with Captain America. Here it is. So, basically, what caused this is he was shot uh, with a special arrow given to him by Banner in case his anger begins to overwhelm. So, I guess Bruce gave it to him before, beforehand that it, I guess it's a weapon that could actually kill him. So, basically, uh... there was a, an Oracle-type person that could tell the future, and pretty much said that if the Hulk enters this fight, he will destroy the world. And so they were at the fight, and it was the moment of truth before the fight would completely blow up and the Hulk would appear, and he fired the arrow. So it's similar to the story of uh, the world's finest at the end where Batman gives Superman his weakness and vice versa just so they can keep each other in check. And yeah. then he had to exercise that power. I yeah. feel like the U.S. Okay. government should do that with each other. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> should. I feel Learn like we should, we, we should, I don't know, we should like get the Horcrux for Trump and a <laughs> bottle of water, a bucket of water for Hillary because she'll melt. I feel like we should have those on standby just in case. Horcrux for Trump. Yeah. I need to make that into like a meme or something. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the toupee. 
Well, yeah, no, you know, Voldemort yeah. was bald too. So hey, um, <laughs> That's but awesome. no, I mean this. I, this is kind of shocking, at least to me. That's I, that's one character I never thought would ever be killed off. Um, I was hoping now, that it would come down to him and Wolverine at one point, but that's yeah. that's pretty cool. I, I I can get on top of that. Now now here's the question. Now, we know he's dead. Do you keep him dead? I mean, that's one thing I can say that X Men has done really well is they killed Jean Grey, and she has been dead for over a decade now. I mean, that's she, true. And and you know what, Captain America's assassination, Superman and Doomsday, yeah. Like every time they kill a major superhero, I've got to be honest with you. Ever since um, Captain America, I don't believe it anymore. I'm yeah. like, all you're doing is you're taking him out of the story or her out of the story for a while, yeah. but I know they'll be back. It's you know? almost like annoying to me at times too. Especially, I think the last movie that bugged me on was uh, Batman v Superman. At the very end, where you see his his coffin with all of the the stones and stuff rising up a little bit, I'm like, it it takes out all significance for me when a character perishes. This is you don't have enough stock in it anymore. You just don't believe it. Yeah. Well, okay. So so that's why we need to have Joss Whedon on this yeah. because, uh, pardon the pun, but the dead ones will come out in the wash. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Krebs. <laughs> well, yeah. No. So um. So I don't know. Have you seen the Ultimate Edition of Batman vs. Not yet. Not yet. So, I want to. I, I watched it. It really improved the 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 show. I mean, there are they rearranged some sequences, so it makes more sense. You can actually see the manipulation that Lex Luthor was doing in the background. So he he's less creepy, and you can kind of see some planning and some little maniacal stuff. Not only that. Um, when they go into the ship at the very end to catch her, capture him, you I see... I saw that he, clip, the demon yeah, character. Yeah, so that that is Steppenwolf, um, which is the general for um, Darkseid. He's Darkseid's general, and he's also his uncle. So, And that is who is going to be the villain in the Justice League movie. And it, I really hope this is the storyline they're going with, with the Earth-3 storyline. When Steppenwolf comes to Earth, he resurrects Superman's corpse and uses him as his general. Oh, so, is this the Dark Superman arc? Like, yeah. I yeah, like the that dark, one. The Dark lot. Superman arc. And then the Justice League has to do everything they can to get back the light Superman. So, Ooh, I like I, that. I, that's a good plot to take it in. I it like is, which kind of with that, that, and just kind of going off that little dream sequence we saw, I can see now why Superman's evil. Because it's not... It's the resurrected evil dark Superman. So, you know, especially where he's, he's just standing there and you see all the, the parademons flying around him. So if that's the case, I'm on board. And, I, yes, yes, yes. And, and the movie really makes more sense for me. So, so if you haven't seen that one, check it out because it definitely improved the movie for me. It's it, on my list, my to-do yeah. list, definitely. I've heard so many people say that the extended edition saved it for them. Yeah. Because let's be honest, like a lot of people were disappointed with the first one. I mean, me included. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it the way I wanted to. Yeah. And so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing this extended edition. As am I. So, all right, uh, let's cover one more issue for this show. Then we got, you know, we've got more shows. You guys can we'll talk about more stuff, and I got some really other cool stuff we'll talk about. So, is there any anything else, Josh, you want to talk about, or I, I do have one thing I can I can pick up here. 
I, I do have a story. I would say on a scale of one to awesome, it's probably in the uh, six to seven. It's a tad freaky. Okay. I like freaky. Well, we could leave that for the next one because that might be a, a good while to talk on. Sure. Okay. So well, let's talk about this one because it's Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, yeah. What? They have, I'm excited for this one. They finally announced that there will be an offline mode to play with friends or solo called Skirmish Mode that's coming whoa. out on the Dude. console in July, July 20th. Wait, whoa, Like a week. Whoa. Whoa. You can compete against... You can, it will, uh, the mode will allow players to compete against bots or with a friend beginning they just July... Made- Yep. They just made Star Wars Goldeneye. Yep. The mode can be either Walker Assault or Fighter Squadron and will be available across several levels. You can play this on on split screen as well with your friends like the old day. This may have saved the game's replay value for me astronomically because we all remember getting back on the original Battlefront, spending hours and hours and hours just owning these bots, and that is all I was asking for with the original release. EA, so this is huge. No, this EA is just huge. totally made Battlefront a video game. It's actually a game now. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Someone had to say it. Thank you. No, I, I agree. It's like I haven't played. I, I don't play it anymore. I literally don't. My kid, my kids play it, and I tried. You know, I have the new DLC for Bespin, and I it tried. wore off, right? Like after a few days, I was like, I'm good. I'm no, good. I did. I did one battle, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. Oh, uh, 15 so bucks. I know. This this will definitely do it for me. Um, they also announced that the new Death Star DLC will launch this September. It's going to feature both space and ground maps, yes. new cards and new characters, and one of the new characters is huge, as they put it in quotations. And they still haven't uh, said who, but it's and it, and it has been requested universally among fans. It's, it's Jabba the Hutt. They don't, they don't mean like it's important. <laughs> It means he's fat. I don't know. It's sense. the slowest, big, it's the easiest character to get a headshot on. It's just, it's like the opposite of Odd Job from GoldenEye. It's the I, worst. I would love to see. I would love to see old Obi Wan. Oh, ghost, that would be ghost Obi Wan. Yeah, that would I mean, also be scary. Yeah, I would like to be wicked. I would like to throw spears. <laughs> I would like. I would like to steal Princess Leia. And, would, and then, then you get a really cool. You get a real. Really cool, one of those emo. What are what those voiceovers? You hit a button, and it says Thindle. Just yeah. keep saying Thindle oh over and over. <laughs> <laughs> Did we lose Josh? That oh, was man, I. I I wasn't gonna be like I'll eat you, that. but that's like you're so much better. Oh my crap. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. For those of you that have went back in the day, saw the Ewok Adventures, you'll know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I just find it humorous. We just completely lost Josh. That was a 10. I really, really, really love the idea of it being Obi-Wan. If it's not Obi-Wan, I would hope it would be IG-88, but I think Obi-Wan's super appropriate for this map in particular. Well, I, I still think we can get an IG-88 because that would be on the dark side. So we can get an Obi-Wan and an IG-88. That oh, would be yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. I want to be a playable Rancor. Yeah. Oh my lord, yes, please. <laughs> have have okay. you noticed on when the you're... Death Star? Yeah. <laughs> Riding a Death Star. Ooh. This yeah, was Obi Wan's plan B all along. Yep. <laughs> that would be awesome. All right. Well, we are out of time. 
for, for this show, so tune in on Monday when we talk about more cool geek news and other exciting things because you know we're going to. And um, Pay attention to our Facebook as well yes. because we're going to be posting a lot of stuff, especially Star Wars related with the huge celebration going on in Europe right now. Yeah, and uh, and of course, I'm sure Pokemon Go stuff will continue to pop up over and over again. Because... You know what, Daniel? Can I tell you like a solid, awesome fact right yes. now? Yes, go for it. Jared Siege has walked over 40 miles playing Pokemon Go since launch. Jared awesome. Siege has also lost a total of nine pounds. So if you need a good workout regimen, definitely <laughs> download Pokemon Go. And get on your LDS.org uh, accounts and reactivate those things because you will be good to go by September. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I can say is I, I'm excited to actually get out of the house and walk. Just uh, the knee surgery has been horrible. But, hey, I'm on two feet now. so It's been fantastic. Um, we'll talk more about it, too, um, on the video game show, a little bit about what the Pokemon Go game has done for, I guess, society and our culture right now. Yep. And yep. I will be throwing in an alternative for those of us who want to do something like Pokemon Go, but we don't want to do Pokemon Go. Yes. It's called exercise. <laughs> jogging. <laughs> all right. So um, all right. with that said, uh, we're out of here, and we'll catch you next time. Gotta See ya, folks. Hey, Dungeon Crawlers fans. It's time to really pull out the stops. So what we want to do is we want you to go like our Facebook page, like, uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on YouTube, and not only that, tell your friends about us. If there is anyone in your life or even in at your work that you think loves geek, loves, you know, superheroes, comic books, gaming, anything in the realm of geek, tell them about our show. We want to make this the number one hit show out there. We want to uh, let get the news out there. We want our numbers to swell, and we want you and everyone else to join the Geek Revolution. So tell your friends about us, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and we want to hear from you. We want this the best greatest and most entertaining interactive show out there you know most podcasts are not going to be delivering what we want to deliver this next year and so far we've had a great year it's all thanks to you and we just want to keep this rolling and make things even more possible we've got some great things in the works uh coming down the pipeline with some amazing interviews and the more people we can get listening to the show liking our pages the more interest we can get and the bigger, uh, more entertaining interviews we can get. So please, please, please help us out with this because we want to bring some amazing content to you and we can't do it without your help. So with that said, I'm going to say we're out of here and catch you next time. And of course, join the Geek Revolution. <laughs>